I want to share just out of, out of a place where God's been speaking to me, and I'm thankful for the, the place of, of him and the understanding and revelation he's given, and that's out of Philippians 4. In Philippians 4, starting in verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, I've known this scripture for years, but God now is starting to take it from a place of understanding and knowing it here to putting it into a place in my heart. And it comes because there's a, that surrender to listening to his word when you're reading it and to hearing him and to having him, giving him that yielded access to it. So, the couple things that have just been 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 laid on my heart was... Um, verse 6 says, be anxious for nothing. I don't know about you, I'm still anxious for stuff. There's still times I find myself anxious. So I've been just telling God, when I'm in that place of anxiousness, then I have to tell myself, I say, Brian, stop it. Stop it. Be anxious for nothing. And then I have to change what I'm doing because obviously what I'm doing at the time that's leading me into anxiousness is not, is not resulting in me not being anxious. So then I have to go to what it says next. But in everything in prayer, everything in prayer. So if you can be anxious for nothing, and again, I'm speaking to me, you can take it if you like it, but if, if you're anxious for nothing, right, or you can be in everything in prayer and supplication. So I've been trying, when I get into a place of anxiousness, to immediately divert my soul into a place of prayer and supplication. And then I add on the next part, and that's the thankfulness. I think thankfulness is, when we're thankful, at least for me, when I'm thankful, I remember that God's really in control. Right? When I use my voice to tell God that I'm thankful for the things that he's doing or the things that he's done, then I remember that God's really in control. Right? And just as a, as, a, as a small thing, the difference for me, the difference between thankfulness and uh, gratitude. Right? Thankfulness is, what if today you came to me and said, Pastor, I have... I need $100 to pay my rent, right? And I gave you $100. You would be thankful because of what you received, right? And you would then verbalize your thanks, right? You'd say, thank you. I'll give you $100. You'd be you're thankful and you say, you return it by using your voice to be thankful, right? Gratitude has that same thing. It's that same attitude of thanksgiving and being thankful, but it's, it's done beforehand, right? If you have an attitude or gratitude, if, if you're grateful for stuff, then you're giving thanks before you even, even see it. You're, you're putting it out there beforehand. So I've been trying to mix both. 
I thank God when, I, when I'm in the middle of something and I see him, I, I hear him speak to me or I hear him or he comes and accomplishes something, I'm thankful. But even when I don't see it or even if I'm not hearing it or even if the thing is still in the midst of it, I turn my thankfulness into that gratitude beforehand to thank him that he's going to do it. In most cases, he's already done it. I just haven't seen it. Right? It's like, it's like healing. God's already purchased all the healing and covered everything. Right? So, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm not, if I'm not healed, it's because I've, yet, I've not yet received fully what he's already done. Right? And so, there's a point there that I can be thankful for that even before it's fully taken place. Does that make sense? So I've been trying in this place of the scripture is to just be thankful and grateful to the things that he's doing and, and that. And then there's this great verse. This one is the one I just, beginning of the week, I, when I read it, I heard it, and I said, it says, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. So will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So here's, here's what I heard. Understanding is good, right? In the things of the Spirit or just in things in general. Knowing how something is and having understanding is good, okay? So if you're in the midst of a trial or a circumstance or a situation and you're, on, you're wanting understanding, that's good. But you know what's better than understanding? Peace. Because peace surpasses or goes greater than understanding. So even though you might not have, and this is what I'm, 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 I'm working on, right? the peace of God is greater than even the understanding that my soul wants. Right? And then it goes on, and Pastor went over these scriptures on Sunday through, through verse 8, and it says, and whatever is true and whatever is noble and whatever is just and that. But I'm going to jump down to, the verse, to verse 9. It says, these things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these things do, and the peace of God will be with you. So there, in the same section of Scripture, God's talking about peace again, and he says it'll be with you, right? But that's not the part. There's this word, these do. You know what that word do means? It doesn't mean do. See, for years I always thought it was do. It was like, perform it. All these things, whatever is true, whatever is just, whatever is noble, whatever is worthy of praise, do. And I would try to do it and accomplish it. But it doesn't mean do. It means, that word literally means, in the Greek, it means practice. It means try it. Just, just out of the place of that place of submission, in that place of prayer, in, the, in supplication and thanksgiving, right? With the peace of God, right? Because the peace of God is surpassing my understanding. It's greater than when you have it, just start practicing the things that God has you doing. And that practice will lead you into another level of peace. Because it says, and the God of peace will be with you. Now we know he's with us. We know he's in us. 
But I don't know about you. I love when the God of peace is present in the midst of the circumstance. Right? And, and I know he's there. Right? I know it from this point. But when I experience it, that again is another level of, of that peace. So I'm thankful for God helping me to practice the things of the scriptures and of the things that he's bringing before us. So that's where, that's the place that I'm thankful. Now, what we'll do now is we'll open up this mic down there on the floor. And if anybody else has a testimony of their, of what God's, what they're thankful for, I'm going to read one that was given to me, given to during a prayer watch today. They said, I won't be here tonight, but I want to testify. I want to put my, uh, my part out into the atmosphere of my thankfulness. And it says, and it, so in that, while I'm reading this, if you're thankful or you have a testimony, come up here and, and you'll be next, okay? And we'll start that going. And I know it happens every year when we do this. It starts off slow. And then by the time we get to seven, you know, uh, 625, everybody wants to get up there and give their testimony. So, so come up now. Don't wait. There we go. Good. I, I love the listeners, people who listen. It says, I'm grateful to the Father God who's drawing me to his Son, to the Lord Jesus, for saving my soul, and to the Holy Spirit for helping to guide my steps each day. I'm, I'm also thankful for my family, my church family, and friends with whom I share this great adventure. Blessings to all in Godspeed, Cindy Thorson. So Cindy's thankful, thankful for the Lord and thankful for all of you as we walk on this journey. Ellie. Substitute sound guys, I tell you. Keep talking? Okay, how about this one, Ellie? Okay. Um, yeah, about maybe three weeks ago, I, well, so my mom and dad are saved in my family line and, uh, or those that are still living and, um, possibly one of my aunts as well. And so we've been praying for my family for such a long time for every member of my family to come to know the Lord. And I have some family members that will get up and walk out if you mention the word God in the room. And so we've just been, but they're lovely and we love them. And like my heart's been so for them and, and just being healed and all that kind of stuff. So maybe about three weeks ago, I was in the car with an extended family member and one that gets really uncomfortable if you mention God and so we like, we never do, maybe once or twice, maybe my mom or, has mentioned or something, but, and um, he brought the subject up of God. And so for 45 minutes, we went back and forth and talked about God and his encounters, his hunger when he was a little boy and an uh, encounter with God talking to him when he um, was in Vietnam. And 
it was just so beautiful. And then uh, maybe last week, if I remember correctly, when Diana started singing Heal Our Land, and we have a lot of stuff, maybe every family does, but we have a lot of stuff in our family line. You name it, we've got it. So, and it's not all good. So um, just a lot of brokenness and, every, and pain and everything. And so uh, when she started singing Heal Our Land, and I just started weeping because I felt the Holy Spirit on that. And I just like laid my hands on my own skin. And I was like, God, my, my bloodline, like heal our land, heal our land, God. And, and um, I just felt the Holy Spirit so strong and I just couldn't stop crying. And I felt like it was the cry of the heart of the Holy Spirit. And, and it just came through my mouth. But I felt like it was the desire of his heart to heal our family line, our bloodline. And um, we celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday instead of tomorrow. And um, again, a different extended family member on a different side of my family was there, maybe like 80 years old. And um, again, like brought the subject up of God. And so we were talking about God's stories and sharing God's stories. And my mom was like, you know, have you ever thought about like, asking Jesus to come into your life. And she was like, no. And I don't know that she's ever been to church or anything. My mom was like, yeah, you should do that because, you know, you want to be with him for eternity in heaven. And she was like, I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> and I, I just realized, like, how much God is pursuing everybody. And yeah. we can think, like, well, I'm in... I'm in church, I'm saved, I know, I'm learning about God, and so I'm encountering him. And, but I was so grateful that God is in, has encountered every human being on the planet he has. He's speaking and he's moving, and my heart was just so, like, amazed. And so I just released that testimony yeah. of family members getting saved, and even those that are like, I don't even want to hear that name Mm -hmm. But God has a way of reaching every single person and softening hearts and calling them and calling, you know, touching that place of pain or hurt or rejection in them and making them hungry. So I just declare hunger over us yes. in the name of Jesus and our family members, wherever they may be, that God himself will speak directly to their heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Ali. Is this okay? Okay. Yeah. So I could say I'm thankful for living a life of miracles. I don't know if everybody knows, but a lot of you do know that my mom had a massive healing here in Jubilee. She was paralyzed, had TIA strokes for three years, became epileptic with seizures. Her brain was like a child, and she got a massive healing cure. I could say so many things. She had a 2% chance of living with surgery. God got her out of it. We had no food. My grandmother prayed and said, God, I wish there was fried chicken. And I'm only eight or nine. I go into the refrigerator. I'm like, hey, why can't we eat this? So there's so many things that God has done that I'm grateful for. This year has been a very difficult year. My childhood friend passed away at the age of 30, um, leaving the funeral parlor, we got into a car accident. Uh, I'm in the process of trying to find a home, and there's just been so much. And sometimes I think 
deliverance and testimony is not always just a booming miracle, but the miracle is that I'm here, mm -hmm. that I'm okay. We were in an accident, we're okay. Yeah, there's, my mom's a little bit injured, but I'm here today. We're fine, we're alive, God's got us. So for anybody that has just feel like they've been walking through hell, the testimony is that you're still here, that you are able to get into the house of God, that you are still standing. And I'm not saying that it won't be a booming deliverance, but for now, the testimony is I'm still standing. And God's like, it's okay. We're going to heal that. It's okay. It's a process. I've got you. So I'm grateful today Thank you, Jesus. to be here, to be able to be here, alive. Mm -hmm. And another chance, every day is another chance of salvation, to get it right, to give thanks. Mercy is breath in our lungs um, because yes. it's a chance, an opportunity, and another day of hope. So I just thank you, Father. I thank you, God, for my life, for the life of my family, and that no matter what we go through, that you are God. And that sometimes it's so hard to be still, but we are to know that you are God. So I release that to every person that's not seeing it at this moment, but you are walking in it. You're walking in it. You are here today now. So I just bless you, release you, and I come to give you praise, Father. And I love you, you, Lord, Jesus. in Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. I agree. Thank you. Hey, Dennis. Dennis is a part of that early watch that starts at 6 and that, so... This is a testimony, so I'll talk about some yeah. stuff. Let's let's talk about it. Um, it all started when I was a child. Um, uh, I, I knew the Lord way back when I was a kid. I didn't know it at the time, but He has always been working with me. And I went through a lot of a lot of trouble and strife. I was a I was a latchkey kid, and all kinds of things were happening. You know, people are trying to influence me in different ways, and and I was influenced. But the Lord was there, and he was there with music and with art, and he was showing me all sorts of different stuff. And I remember um, my mother was very, she had lots of troubles too, but she was very religious, and she would drag me to church. And I remember we used to do um, uh, uh, prophetic Bible studies when I was like 10 years old, you know, we, me and my mom on, alone, you know. So I always had her watching over me, and the Lord was always there. and. Even in the darkest hours when I was a teenager, I, I, you know, I got in some trouble and I didn't know a way out. And the Lord um, worked through my art and music and brought, he came, he brought things out, out of me. I did a painting of the Last Supper and I wasn't even aware of what, was, what I was doing. You know, I was so messed up, but I still have that. And it's uh, a testimony how the Lord works through the darkness and brings something beautiful and uh, all through the ages, I remember l later on, 
I would, I would have these things where I was with the Lord, and then I'd stumble away and all this stuff. I met, I met a girl. I was, like, playing the field. I was a young musician and in a band, and I had a lot of girlfriends, and I got, one, got in trouble with one girl, friend, and she got pregnant. And so we were, we were going, okay, we're going to do an abortion. And um, the Lord revealed it in a dream. He came to me in a dream, and um, it was this party scene, and all this clamor, and people sitting around drinking, and all of a sudden, this light appeared in the middle, and all the sound went away, and the Lord's voice said, do not abort the son, because I have great mm -hmm. plans for him. So it changed my life. No more party animal. I, I kept, we decided to keep, and we got married. You know, we were together for three years, and that's when I found, it was about 1980, and I started going to church real heavy over Chapel by the Sea. And the Holy Spirit was working through me in miraculous ways. I remember walking into a, a, a restaurant, and I was a brand new Christian, and I walked in there, and there was these bikers harassing this waitress. And these big guys. And um, I went over to order, and the Lord said, go tell those guys to leave. <laughs> I started heading for the door to go out. But I, I felt something grab the back of my pants and pull me to the table. So I'm standing in front of these guys. And I said, in the name of Jesus, you got to leave. And these guys set their beers down. I think they turned white. I don't know. <laughs> They were just going, wow. And they just got up and left. Wow. So they saw something behind you, me, Jesus. you know, that scared them. Anyway, I walked with the Lord real heavy for three years. And then something happened where I fell away from the church for 20 years. So I was like a prodigal already. And that son of mine... Um, he wasn't doing so good in school. He couldn't handle school. He'd be dropping out all over the place. But it turned out he was like filmmaking and writing, writing and stuff like that. So he made a little film and he showed it to me and I watched it. And then one of my hours of you know being oblivious to the world again, like I used to be, and it was a song about the crucifixion or a, a film about Jesus' crucifixion as something he could put together. And it ministered to me, and I saw a lightning bolt come out of heaven. It hit me, and it turned me around. And in 2006, I came back again, but I was, like, reignited. I was yeah. like, I used to see things in black and white. Then I saw things in color, vibrant color. And um, so, and that's why I drug everybody to church. Everybody, I, I stopped here first, but um, I... My wife liked the other church better, so we went there to the vineyard. So we were over there for a long time. And then um, about 10 years, we came here, you know. And um, anyway, everybody kind of faded out, but I'm still here. And the Lord's got me, and I, he can let go of me, and I'm not going to let go of him. Thank you, Jesus. And despite all the stuff I went through and I still go through, like, um, you know, just Monday night, I remember I was feeling like I wasn't worthy and, I felt like I was useless, and, and the Lord just pulls me aside and says, hey, what are you talking about? In, in Psalm, Song of Songs, it says, even the Shalomite said, I am worthless, but he says, no, but you are beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. So all these things are being downloaded into me, and I just uh, 
You got to hang in there just like one lady says. You, you got to stand in it and be there and stay with it. The Lord will keep working. And don't listen to the lies of the enemy. You know, your, your strength and power is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And um, just, uh, last, just last Monday, I was downloading some more stuff from a friend of mine who was, um, he's, uh, his mother was Jewish, his father is Palestinian, and he's Jewish. And he is a scholar, and he, he was taking some notes about all this whole thing, and he said, you know that, I guess it's called the Ab Ab uh, Abrahamic Com Covenant of Abraham, Abraham covenant. covenant is that part where he says, um, I will bless those who bless you and curse you that curse you. And I was always taught that was just for Israel. But this has happened before that. This is for Abraham. So <laughs> even Ishmael got the blessing. So he is part of it. So this, when I hear that thing now, it opened my eyes. I'm saying, when I'm praying for Israel, I'm praying for Palestine too. <laughs> I, I think that Favor must be given to everybody to stop this burning let, and let the Lord's uh, fire extinguisher go over everything. Yeah. But it's the Lord's blessing. Even Hagar, the, the angel of the Lord appeared to her and gave her blessing. That was Jesus, the pre-Jesus Christ manifest in front of her. And it just, I went, wow, you know, she's the first one that even saw a, a visual of, of, of God in Jesus Christ, I think. And, it's, um, and that happened to the Arabs and uh, Ishmael and, and the Palestinians. So it's like the stuff that's happening right now in Israel, you know, the, the turmoil and all that, it's, it's, it's very bad. But we need to pray for everybody, not just the Israelites, even though we love them. Mm -hmm. You pray for the Palestinians. You're good people. You, you pray the hand, Lord's hand will be heavy on Hamas yes, and all the Jesus. evil that goes out there. There's a lot of liars out there that pretend to be God and all that stuff. I was reading a lot of stuff about um, Allah and Muslims and the, the lie that they pro propagate, just like Joseph Smith and all that stuff. You know, I'm starting to see all that stuff. And we need to be strong with what we have. Jesus Christ is the, our only hope, our only source. There's Jesus and there's darkness. Jesus and God and, and then there's darkness. So you have to always keep your eyes on Jesus. Everything Jesus has to offer, we have to take it. Because there's mm -hmm. nothing else. So um, I just, I thank the Lord. I think we should, we should put our hands together and thank the Lord and give our alms and obedience to the Lord. And say, Lord Jesus, yeah. just bless us all and open our eyes open to what eyes. we have in you. To what I have in you. And Lord, you are the, you know, it says, Jesus is the reason for the season. Mm. And this, there's a phony Santa Claus out there, but the, it's really Jesus who brought, brings this bag of gifts to us. Yeah, it's uh, salvation, inheritance, eternal life. It's authority, and we have access to a great counselor, a physician, all, this, all of these things. And we, we just step out and witness and bring the message Reveal the signature of who, whose signature is on all things, all creation. Yes, it's Jesus. Jesus. So reveal that to everybody you meet. Um, so that I think we should all be so grateful. And when we walk out of here today, tonight, not be sad, but be joyful. Yes, Because our, our, our salvation is coming. And at the end of this all, it's going to be 
Everybody's going to be on their knees bowing to Jesus. Everybody, even the ones who pierced him. So we thank you that we're on the winning side, that one day we'll be vindicated and we'll be sitting with the Lord and, and praising and worshiping. And Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dennis. That's good. Susan. I want to thank the Lord because of the prayer, you know, the prayer since the time that I, I, I'm, I involved myself in prayer in the morning, 6 o'clock, 6 in the morning until 10 o'clock, I'm here praying. Sometimes I'm late, but I'm here. But there's a miracle. Since the time that I was involved in prayer here my the vision that the lord has put in my heart since 2013 and i keep on sharing that vision it's a big vision this year it unfolded the lord has given me the key and it's opening opening and opening just yesterday, I got the, the name Ghost. It's a, it, we will buy a land in the Philippines for farming for the retired pastors and missionaries from the remote places, the poor and needy. So it's a big one with a lot of uh, big land. And I, I apply an NGO. NGO is a non-government organization here in the state so that the funding for that vision, I will be able to raise money for, for tax deductible. And yesterday I got already the, the name, it's already legitimate. It's already, we have already the name, how, how, is that the right words? Mm. Uh, I have already the name uh, Goshen Haven in the states of California. Mm -hmm. Thank you, And Jesus. then I have already the EIN, the EIN is for tax, deduct, uh, tax deductible. Mm -hmm. If people will uh, uh, support, they will be tax deductible. But right now we are working for the tax exemption. God willing, as the Lord in unfolded, it started January. And the end of the year, it's like, it's so fast that I was just watching. I don't know how to write sentence to do all these things. I prayed, Lord, give me people who will help me to write all these things that I need to write. The Lord really gave me people. I only know how to, to write this and that and there. But I don't know how to do the sentence, how to do that in papers, all this paperwork that needs to be done. But the Lord has provided also people because it's His work. So... I invite you to be in the prayer group because there's a miracle. I saw that it's happening. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Leah, that's my prayer partner, 6 a.m. <laughs> uh, but I never get here at 6, always get here like 7. But before work, I go to work. I come and 
So I want to give thanks uh, to the Lord for this church, for the prayer meeting for well, Wednesday. Uh, I feel like, you know, it's, I don't know, it doesn't, it feels like every week you, I just have to make it like one week at a time. You have to take one, one week at a time, right? Yeah. One hour at a time. But somehow it just happened. And then over time, I felt there was grace just building up. Like we don't, we come because we want to, because, you know, it's like we need to get together and pray. But then the Lord gave back to us the time we give and um, just sings. So um, I come here, um, you know, like I, for example, the Lord would know what I need. I didn't even plan to pray, but then during the six, seven o'clock meeting, somebody else will be praying for something, and then I'm reminded, oh, I need that prayer too, and it just, I was able to receive. As if God remember, know that, has somebody else in the same situation, and, and you know, asked for prayer, and as a group was praying, I was able to receive that grace as well. And this is how God like, really blessed us as the body together and then uh, i felt the lord is reading this house church it is so precious to us this year especially at the the beginning of the year when we were uh in deep trouble we went through really the valley of death um shadow of death as a family and then um church pastor and and people from this church really prayed for us helped us through a very dark period of time. And every day we were just taking one day at a time. Really, in the morning we didn't know if we would be able to make it through the day okay. And that was like going on for a couple of months. But the Lord just heard our cry and he's like almost put me in a place. Every morning I get up, I just have to forget about myself and then just trust him. He's going to help us through that day. And I've never been in that situation before. And, the, you know, the Lord allowed us to experience things very difficult, but I believe it's for our good, to strengthen us, to, to mold us, to, to just, you know, to, to, for us, for me personally, to learn that he is really God, like he's really God. And, and we really ought, need to diminish our everything, our uh, thoughts, opinions, wish, plans, and just, just put all our trust on him. Just. So I just, I, that's why I come up here. Just thank the Lord for every one of you because all of you together make up this body and this church because without you, this is just a building. And so I just want to look at each one of you. Just thank you so much for being here. And thank you for praying with, with me and, you know, come and pray with each other. And thank you, Pastor Brian, for, for doing this, <laughs> just hosting it for Diana, um, praying with us behind the scene and just doing so much. So really grateful and gave, most of all, gave God the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Quick testimony, um, my husband and I just celebrated 30 years of marriage, and uh, y'all, marriages work. <laughs> I don't care how much y'all dream about being married one day, it work. 
anything worth its salt is work. Your faith is work. Your friendships are work. Your families are work. And marriage is work. It's good work, though. Um, the testimony I have is that Ryan and I made a commitment recently to make the next 30 years better than the previous 30. And um, we are actively pursuing each other and the Lord. And we had a breakthrough just last week where both of us were able to see things about ourselves, not the other person. Like Pastor Steve's always saying, you know, it's Cammy, And God's like, it's you. <laughs> and, um, but both of us had this breakthrough where we were able to see ourselves where we couldn't before. We were both able to see something about ourselves that it didn't matter how much truth we tried to speak, we couldn't get there. But the Holy Spirit was so generous that he opened our eyes. And both of us simultaneously had our own revelation about ourselves that brought a breakthrough for me. I, I had a breakthrough that wasn't dependent on whether or not Ryan got it or not. The breakthrough was between me and God about me. And it was huge. And Ryan had this huge revelation about Ryan that was between him and God that, had, that was not dependent on me. That is now, it's like we got to this 30th anniversary and it was different. It was really sweet and beautiful. And there was no hesitancy between us and all the fear that we've carried for years that we brought into our marriage, all of that was just gone. And it was just so sweet. I, I can't say it any other way, but that it was rich because God did a miracle for both of us. So I just want to release that. Now, I just, I am so grateful, Lord, for your faithfulness to pursue us even so. And I release the anointing of freedom in relationships, of, of revelation to see ourselves and for the thing that is holding us back to be burst through and for us yes. to step in to the fullness that you have for each and every one of us in our relationships, first with you, God, and then with a spouse or a family member or a friend or a future spouse or whomever it is you're bringing into our lives. And let none of us settle for good enough because you are a God of the incredible, the impossible, and the exceptional. So I pray for hunger for more in each of your saints, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Angie. You're getting younger. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if you guys are looking at my feet, I feel funky because I'm wearing slippers. I broke my foot, my toe. So I'm walking around. I feel like, you know, I, I should have a cup in my hand and a monkey on my shoulder. <laughs> we can get you one. Which would be entertaining. <laughs> I want to, I, I, there's so many things I'm thankful for. 
I was hanging with my beloved bride of 30 years. Speaking of 30, 30 is a good number. 30 is a good number. You know, we're 30, we're, we're God. We're going strong. As long as I do what she says, we're good. <laughs> so I'm thankful for an obedient heart. There you go. To listen to my wife so she doesn't kill me, and we go another 30. There you go. I just want to go a little longer. Maybe that was the revelation Listen, that Ryan I wanna, I wanna, and I, and I want to say I'm so thankful <laughs> for Brian. I've always thought that Brian is the engine that runs this car, this machine, Jubilee. You know, I had a really dark period of time in our lives. I wasn't working. It was, I was just a mess. And the church has been changed a couple of times. And, you know, obviously I, I spent so much time here for a season of my life that I got, to, I got to know everybody, you know, really well. And I just have always, always felt the special place in my heart for Brian because I just think he's amazing. And, you know, a lot of people don't see what goes on behind the scenes. And I just think, you know, I'm thankful for Brian. I'm thankful for Jubilee because even though they, they may go astray, they'll come back to paraphrase the word, you know, because I've got five kids and three out of five right now. So we're doing 60, we're at 60% of the kids who are, you know, on fire for the Lord. The, the other two are, we're trying to get them back, get them back in, which they will. Um, and you know, it's funny is when we hear of people, their testimonies are so intense and we think we have problems, our problems are nothing compared to so many others. You know, and despite being a schmo, the Lord still continues to bless me and help me, you know, provide for my family. And, you know, so I just think that we need not to take things for granted, the little things that make up the big thing, life, you know, so. We think we, we, we think we're going through the fire. Our fire is nothing compared to so many others. So we just have to be thankful for the, for the things that the Lord does for us on a continual basis, day in and day out. <clears throat> and I think it's a call um, to strengthen our faith and hope, faith and hope. That's where it's at. That's what keeps us going. We have to believe that the Lord will do what he said he will do in our lives, you know, and I've, I've been remiss, but that's a whole other five-day <laughs> conversation. But <laughs> anyway, I, I really am thankful for so many things. I'm thankful for my wife to keep me. She wants me to yeah. she cl said, close the she show said, get out. She said wrap it up, so wrap you better listen. Okay. Anyway, love you guys. I'm super <laughs> thankful for everything. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Can, I, can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I love you, man. Carolyn. <laughs> well, I'm so thankful for family and friends. And um, like Deborah shared a little bit with my family, we went through just like huge valley. <laughs> it was like the hardest time in my life. And um, but it... Um, the Lord is faithful. He brought us through, and near the, near the end, I was like, at first I was holding on. I was like, yes, I have faith. And then at the end, I was like, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have strength. I don't have, you know, God. It's just like, 
I can't even think about, but the Lord is faithful. And I, I also want to just um, say I used to know just the power and the authority of the church and the power of the body. I used to know it in the head, but as I went through, as we went through the experience, there, I really experienced it. We really experienced it. There is protection in being in the body, in being in the right place where the Lord places you. And even though it may seem like so ordinary, you know, every week we come here and it's not so full, and, but there is, there is a supernatural protection. And also in the time of the great difficulty, and um, a lot of us are not great at asking for help, at opening up our vulnerability, mm -hmm. but in the time where we open up our vulnerability and we ask for help, we were met with kindness and we were met with so much just help. And that was beyond that time and time again, it just surprised me. And I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so I thank God he's so faithful. Even when we have given up on hope, God still fulfilled his promise and he carried us through. And I thank God for the friends and, and um, just the people who interceded for us. The Lord knows everyone of you, your names. May the Lord reward every one of you and he he is good and how beautiful and how glorious is the body of jesus when we yeah. function together when we truly cover and appreciate and protect one another there's so much power there's so much glory so carolyn would you just we use that place and just kind of close the service kind of just bless those that are here and the places that they're that they're struggling and that the that that the the holy the same holy spirit that came and brought help to 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 your family would again come to all of ours amen thank you yes Jesus. father i thank so you thank for you. the the valley and the the mountain tops and thank you for every step of the journey you who promise you are faithful god your it's faith. your faithfulness it's not ours it's yours god and it's your story to the end that we tell, Lord. And along the way, we, we just look at the friends and the family, the people, you, the brothers and sisters of this body that you placed around us, Father. And we just, we just pause and we, we look at every one of this and we say we love, we love every one of this. Jesus, you love every one of us and you died for us. And you thought it was good. You saw we were worthy, Lord, to have you to have your blood shed for us, Lord, to be the inheritance of the Father. And so, Father, let us have that love in our hearts and let us see and appreciate the power and the protection within this body. Father, we thank you. Let, let gratefulness you, and let thanksgiving, let hope and strength arise, Lord, in this season, in every family, in every home, Lord, in every heart, Lord Jesus. 
Father, whether those who are in the family or those who are alone, Lord, as we look up to you, Father, you place us in families, Father. You place us in the family of Jesus, Lord. And this is our family, Lord Jesus. This is our true family in Christ Jesus, Father. And Father, I thank you. I thank you. It's your glory. It's your glory, Lord. It's your glory. Manifest your glory in your body. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. And for everybody, we just, I want to say, have the most wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.